There is a story that claims to be a report from the Center for Strategic and International Studies. According to this report, FBI agents conducted a raid on a psychiatric hospital in San Diego that was under investigation for medical insurance fraud. After hours of reviewing thousands of medical records, the dozens of agents had worked up quite an appetite. The agent in charge called a nearby pizza place for takeout, and the following telephone conversation took place and was recorded by the FBI because they were taping all conversations at the hospital. Agent, hello. I would like to order 19 large pizzas and 67 sodas. Pizza man, where would you like them delivered? We're over at the psychiatric hospital. The psychiatric hospital? That's right, I'm an FBI agent. You're an FBI agent? That's correct, just about everybody here is. And you're at the psychiatric hospital. That's correct. And make sure you don't go through the front doors. We have them locked. You will have to go around to the back, to the service entrance to deliver the pizza. And you say you're all FBI agents? <laughs> That's right. How soon can you have them here? And everybody at the psychiatric hospital is an FBI agent? That's right. And how are you going to pay for all this? I have my checkbook right here. And can you remember to bring them to the service entrance in the rear? We have all the front doors locked. I don't think so. Click. <laughs> the feeling that the pizza man had as he participated in that conversation must have been something like a teenage girl's feeling, the girl named Mary. Not that she would have thought the messenger crazy for claiming to be an angel, that must have been perfectly obvious. But what if she had thought herself crazy for hearing voices? Well, what the angel had said certainly seemed crazy. Have a baby? How can this be? I have no man. Of course, she was betrothed, and so on one level, the angel's message is the most natural of announcements. Betrothed girls can expect to have babies in the future. So there clearly had to be more to it. And somehow, in the moment of the angel's announcement, she must have known that this was not going to be easy, and that it certainly was not going to be normal. It was, you see, going to be a virgin birth. Did it really make any difference how Jesus Christ was born? Couldn't God just have overwhelmed someone with divinity and made any human being God? That might sound plausible, for after all, as Gabriel reminds us, God being God Almighty could do anything, right? Well, not quite. 
God can act only in a way that is true to his own nature. For God to do something out of keeping with his nature would be an intolerable contradiction of his very being, of what he is. For him to do something unloving, for instance, would destroy the integrity of his perfect love. For him to lie would destroy his perfect truth and faithfulness. For him to ignore sin would destroy his justice. And because humans sinned, sinned in the whole in Adam, humans needed a new Adam to deal with that sin. If Jesus was to die for us as sinners, then he had to be fully human in order to be able to bear our human sinfulness in God's justice. If his death was to cover all the sins of humanity, infinite in scope and infinite in guilt since the infinite God had been offended, then Jesus had to have the divine dimension of infinity. And so it is that the angel must announce something strange, something miraculous, that a virgin girl in a small town, in a small corner of a large empire, will have a baby without any human help, miraculously. And what is more, far beyond any modern cloning thing, it is to be by the direct action of God, the Holy Spirit himself. And what is still more, the baby will be God and man, two different natures in one unique person. Putting it that way gets it all correct, but has not yet said everything. There is more than just mathematical precision here. There is also a divine message coming to us in our humanity in the midst of all of this secret strangeness. During a pastoral call, a three-year-old boy climbed in the pastor's lap and whispered confidentially, I know a secret. Well, you tell a little kid a secret, you know what's going to happen. The pastor asked, will you tell me your secret? Yes, the little guy giggled, but you mustn't tell my mama. When the pastor promised not to tell, the boy continued, my mama's going to the hospital to have a baby, but don't tell her. Me and daddy want her to be surprised. Would you be surprised if someone told you that you were going to have a baby? The men and the children here would say, well, that leaves me out. The women over 50 or so would say, that leaves me out. And yet the fact is that regardless of gender or age, each one of us is going to have a baby this Christmas. That Christ be born in us today, we sing in O Little Town of Bethlehem. The gospel lesson for this fourth Sunday in Advent is a birth announcement. A messenger from God comes to each of us with the good news, you're going to have a baby. And how do you react to this announcement? What's going on here? Like Mary, you can at first be troubled at the words, 
some new mothers to be troubled that they neither want nor perhaps can afford that which is growing in them join Herod-like in the slaughter of the innocents, modern version, abortion. We too might abort the birth within us, deny the Christ that is in us by our baptism and the Holy Spirit's power because we are troubled by it. Or it might be that we can't be bothered to acknowledge it. Or it might even be that we sense our own unworthiness. Who am I? But God has handled that. The carol is right when it calls on the baby to cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. With this sense of unworthiness, we hear the announcement that we are having a baby with troubled hearts. And yet God speaks to us also through angels, not exactly hail highly favored one, though we are that, favored by God through the birth of this baby, not exactly though in the sense that Mary was. Yet we too are included in the announcement of that birth. There is to be peace, goodwill, at the birth of this boy who is called Son of the Most High, of whose kingdom there will be no end. Finally, in the reaction we are supposed to have to the announcement, you're going to have a baby, is to accept it with joy. To say with Mary, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. If Christ is to be born in us, we must let God serve us and God use us to serve. Like Mary, we need to offer our inmost selves as God's instruments in carrying out his will. This calls for submission and dedication, faith in other words. The willingness to let God have his way with us. The willingness to seize the future, not knowing what it might bring, but not much caring either, for no matter what sword may pierce our hearts through, since he has become one with us, it is his wound also. This calls for the willingness to accept his love his self-transforming love to change and transform you. The evangelist Dwight Moody once said, the world is still waiting to see what God can do with one totally surrendered life. Not quite true. We have seen today what God has done through Mary's faith and self-surrender. Will he accomplish much through yours? A number of years ago, when Lou Holtz was at the University of Arkansas, he was taking his team to play a bowl game in Tempe, Arizona. The game was to be played on Christmas Day. He was asked how he felt about playing a game on Christmas rather than being with his family. The coach answered candidly, I would rather be in Tempe. After all, once you have been to church, had Christmas dinner, and opened the presents, Christmas is the most boring day of the year.
horrible sentiment, of course, and only true if Christmas is more about getting than giving. Faith and self-surrender will recognize that Christmas is only just beginning when the dinner is done and the presents are opened. I don't mean that it goes on merely for 12 days. If God comes to us with his love, it doesn't stop at 4 p.m. on the 25th. Keep Christmas all year. I don't mean eat as much. I don't even mean spend as much. But be grateful as a good child at an unlooked-for present. Be as happy as a kid on the 24th. Be as believing and accepting as the mother of God. Be as open to God as was she. And be as loving as God. For he is with us, in us, and among us, now and henceforth, world without end. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.